This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. Drive alive. Bridgewater under pressure. Hit it as he throws. It's intercepted by Daniel Sorensen. And Bridgewater can't knock him down. And Sorensen's going to go all the way for a touchdown. Bridgewater hit as he throws. Sorensen all the way and holding the ball up like a trophy as he goes to the end zone. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Gillio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. Beck, you presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday morning as we react to your week 13 in the NFL and look forward to tonight, Monday night football, the Bills and the Patriots up at Orchard Park. We'll dive into that game fully in just a little bit. But joining us right now on the Roman guest line is Odyssey NFL insider Michael Lombardi. You can also hear Michael on his podcast, the GM Shuffle. It's weekly. It's available on the Odyssey at Michael. Welcome back to the show, and uh, let's start with a big decision late in the game yesterday that people have been talking about for almost a full day now. John Harbaugh's decision to go for two to end the game against the Steelers. They don't get it. Uh, Lamar was not accurate enough to Andrews, and the Steelers escape with a victory there. What did you make of the decision by John Harbaugh? Well, I mean, I think Tavion Young was had, had the flu going into the game. He tried to play. Then they lose Humphrey. Jimmy Smith has not been playing very well, so his decision based on the corner, I, I, I kind of would have liked to kept playing because, you know, look, I, I'm not sure that the Steelers' offense is that explosive. I know they scored 17 points in the fourth quarter, but the reality of it is is if you get them in a holding call or you get them in a first and 20, you have the greatest field goal kicker in the NFL. And, and all you need is one stop, just one tip ball, something, you know, and you can live on. Now, obviously, you know, if, if Lamar makes a better throw, if – you know, if this happens, if that happens, you win the game on that play. For me, I, I would have probably kept playing, kicked the ball, but I'm sure to any better that had Pittsburgh in the four and a half, they were delighted. Uh, Michael, let's talk about last night. The Chiefs win. They end up winning comfortably. They cover the nine, nine and a half, whatever number you end up getting it. But uh, what, why don't you get your thoughts on the Chiefs after that one? We saw turnovers, a lot of drops. 
penalties. I mean, this is Andy Reid off the bye. He's unbeatable. Right. And, you know, his defense carried him. I mean, the, the, the problem with that game last night was Vic Fangio was playing a game as if they were still great on offense on Kansas City. He's turning down field goals left and right. And, you know, and, and the reality of it was is I don't think Vic believed that the, that the Chiefs offense was not good. You know, he was behaving as if the game was going to be in the 30s. And easily from the start of that game, that game was always going to be in the 20s, low 20s, high teens. The Chiefs offense mm-hmm. is broken. I mean, Mahomes is broken. I mean, nobody wants to admit it. But if you, if you have fantasy football, right, and you take away the, the national media and you take away the perception, and Mahomes is one of the great players in the league, there's no doubt. But like all great players, they get in slumps. You ask any fantasy football player who has Mahomes in their league, and drafted them early, and they're not winning their league, they'll tell you Mahomes isn't playing good, right? He's not. He's not playing good. He's inaccurate with the football, brutally inaccurate. You can make all the excuses for him you want. You know, receiver dropped this one. Brady doesn't throw the ball inaccurately. Great quarterbacks put the ball on the receivers. He hasn't done it this year. Their offense is stagnant. People have taken away Kelsey. People take away Hill. Who else is going to beat you? Who else is going to beat you? You know, we talk about them having this great explosive offensive team, and yet they have two players, and when the quarterback doesn't play the best point guard and doesn't drive the ball to where it needs to be, they look very pedestrian-like. And so, to me, I think Denver made a calculated mistake in that game. They behaved as if the game was going to be in the 30s, when if they just kick field goals and manage the game and don't turn the thing over, they're going to win that game. Michael, not shocking news, but what is your reaction to the reports that this is most likely Big Ben's last season? Well, I do a show every day on VEASAN Sports Information Network. I have my podcast, The GM Shuffle. I've been talking about this since last March. I mean, this isn't news to me. I mean, I I thought Pittsburgh should have moved on with him after last year. If If you paid attention to the end of the year last year, he was not very good. You know, he was declining. And what I said... And I think in talking to people in Pittsburgh, they basically said, look, we admit that, but we had no choice because if he wanted to come back, we owed it to him to come back. And, they, and the kid took a pay cut. God bless him. Tremendous. Was, uh, he's going in the Hall of Fame. He's a great player. He's a great stealer. But all things come to an end, unfortunately. And, you know, Ben's just not a very good player right now. He can suck it up and make some plays here and there, but you know, he's like the boxer who just doesn't have a lot of punch left. And unfortunately, you know, that, that's a problem for the Steelers. And they were fortunate enough to come out of that game with a win yesterday, but I don't think they feel like their offense is anywhere fixed. Mike, yesterday the Eagles get a win against the Jets with Gardner Minshew playing quarterback. Jalen Hurts' ankle wasn't uh, good enough for him to go. Was yesterday's performance by Gardner Minshew enough that you would consider giving him the next start, even if Jalen Hurts is healthy? No, I, I think they got to go back to Hurts. I mean, that's, you know, look, it's Hurts' team. They designed the offense. They're running Oklahoma's offense for Hurts. And this is the first game in the last seven that they've actually thrown for over 200 yards. The last time they threw for 200, over 200 yards was when they played the Raiders and got killed, you know, and they threw for 233 in that game. So they, they, they need to go back to Hurts because he kind of has built, you know, he's been the responsible for what they've done so far this year. They owe it to him. Now, they got a good player, Minshew. I don't understand how Minshew has been a backup for this long. I think Minshew and Baker Mayfield might be the same player. They might just be the same player. And, you know, and I said it last offseason. I think, to me, he's a guy that people should have take, taken more seriously in terms of consideration for a job because he kind of has a natural leadership skill, and he's a, and he's a gamer. 
Uh, Michael, people might be more confused about the Chargers and Bengals after watching that game yesterday. At the at the end, they both have seven and five records, but but the swings we saw twenty four nothing, twenty four twenty two, and then the Chargers end up running away with it. Uh, at one point, Jamar Chase is the offensive rookie of the year to some people, but uh, he's completely fallen off forty yards per game over the last five weeks. What were your takeaways from uh, Bengals Chargers yesterday? You know, I mean, it was an interesting game, right? And so. I just felt like the Chargers were playing as if they, they, they needed it way more. And they played in the sense, not in the sense of desperation, but certainly in a sense of courageousness. And, you know, they get off to the quick start. The Bengals turn the ball over. The Bengals are missing three of their starting five offensive linemen. That hurt, right? And so, you know, and they fought their way back into the game, and then that Joe Mixon fumble kind of turned the game, and the Chargers score 17 points in the fourth quarter to put the game away. I, I thought this was two evenly matched teams. I think if they play again, it could go the other way just as easily. Herbert's so good, but they need a little bit more of stability with their offense. I think they really miss the, the they really miss the Melvin Gordon compliment to Eckler. They really do. They need somebody to kind of control it because everything falls on Herbert's hands. And Eckler is a fabulous player, but he's not going to bang them, bang them, bang them, and then really you know wear them down for Eckler to come in. Michael, huge game tonight. Um, Patriots plus two and a half at Buffalo. The Pats are the number one seed with a rookie quarterback. What are you expecting in this one? Oh, you know, I mean, weather's going to play a huge factor in the game. Obviously, the winds of 30, 35 miles an hour. I think this is going to be a game of adjustments, right? I think this is going to be they're going to start the game off, see what happens. You know, the, the, the Patriots have gone up there last year. They ran the ball effectively on them. The Bills love to play their nickel front against most people. They got ran out of it against the Colts when the Colts ran for over 200 yards. So I see the, I see the Colts try, I see the, the, the Bills trying to be in a little bit more of a base defense. But this game is going to come down to which team's the most physical. And what quarterback can throw the ball accurately with the, with the win? Now, Josh Allen could throw the ball from here to Toledo, but can he throw it and control it with this high wind? And the Patriots have got to do a good job of maintaining and keeping him in the pocket and limiting his running on third down for first downs. Michael Lombardi, Odyssey NFL Insider, joining us here talking about Week 13 in the NFL. Mike, yesterday the Washington football team goes to Las Vegas. They win. They hold the Raiders to 15 points a week after the Raiders scored over 30 in a win against Dallas. It feels like this Washington football defense has gotten better since losing Montez Sweat, gotten better since losing Chase Young. What's going on there? How is Ron Rivera doing this without what you perceive as his two best pass rushers? Well, I mean, I think they're playing team football, which is ultimately what you have to do. I mean, no longer is Chase Young running past the quarterback. Look, uh, the, the worst place to be in all of football is past the quarterback. You guys watch football every Sunday. Note how many times the defensive ends run past the quarterback. The, the quarterback in my career and pretty much through the history of the NFL has never turned and run in that direction. They never turn and run that way. So when you go past the quarterback, you're basically playing 10 on 11, and you fault your defense. Chase Young loves to run past the quarterback, and so does Sweat, and I think they've done a better job of coordinating their front. Jonathan Allen's played fabulous. He's been really good for them inside. And since the Green Bay game, I mean, this has not just been a weekly thing. Since the Green Bay game, you know, where they had a chance to win that game, they have played outstanding defense, outstanding. They've only limited one team, ran for 100 yards, and that was the Panthers. They've been a lot of close games. They're constantly going to be in close games because they're just not they're not a great team. They really are a nine and eight, eight and nine type team. They're going to be in a lot of close games, but they've been able to make plays. I mean, look, they have the worst third down defense in all of football, and yet the Raiders were unable to put more than fifteen points on the board. 
Uh, Michael, top of the NFC, you have Kyler Murray uh, returns to the field for the first time in a month. Take care of the Bears. Thanks, uh, thanks to Andy Dalton. And uh, Tom Brady, ho-hum, four touchdown passes on the road in a divisional matchup. Green Bay obviously did not play. Uh, between Arizona, Green Bay, and Tampa Bay, uh, do you see much separation at the top of the NFC? Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know, I think I, I think to me, you know, Green Bay is really a good team. If they get healthy, they're going to be a problem. The Bucks just look like they're, their offense. I mean, Brady throws it 51 times yesterday and just in complete control of the game with his arm. Uh, you know, there's so many good teams in the NFC. I don't think home field's even going to matter. I think the Bucks need to get healthy. I think defensively, especially in the back end, they need to get healthy if they're going to be able to play. You know, and I, and we all dismiss the Cardinals, but look, the Cardinals. I think Kingsbury's coach of the year. I think this team's really good. They've gone into Seattle and won with a backup quarterback. They've gone into San Francisco and won with a backup quarterback. They've already dominated the Rams once. You know, and then they go into Chicago. You know, it's supposed to be a tough place to play, and they basically run away with that game. I, I think those three teams could easily – any one of those three could represent the Super could represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. It's going to be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Michael, looking at the Week 14 board, are there any early lines that you like? You know, it's, that's, that's a great question. I always start Monday morning. I think betters – and I don't bet, obviously, but I, I, I look at the board. It, it's always interesting to see who's playing – the numbers that come out and one that just really jumped out to me, you know, the chargers are a 10 point favorite against the, against the New York football giants. Now I don't know if Mike Lennon's going to continue to play or if Daniel Jones is coming back, but that seems pretty steep. That seems pretty steep. And, and there's only been 264 tickets written on that game and everybody's taking the giants in the 10. So I think Monday morning betting is something bettors really need to pay close attention to because usually people that bet on Monday or Sunday night, they're betting because of their algorithms have a number. And if they see a number show up that's different than their algorithm, they're going to jump on it. Now, it doesn't mean the team's going to win or why. It just means can they cover. And I think you have to pay close attention to that. I, I don't know how the Chargers are 10 points better than any team, you know, because they're so inconsistent on what they do defensively. So I, I think that would be the one that jumped out to me the most. Uh, Michael, one more uh, non-football. Uh, on the GM Shuffle on your podcast, I enjoy when you guys do the Pop Culture Minute because usually you're watching stuff that I'm watching. Like I'm, I just finished season three of Yellowstone or I, I'm all in on Succession, a couple behind. But uh, you mentioned a, a documentary on a- Amazon on Tony Accardo from the Chicago Mob, which cracked me up because I, I'm family friends with the Accardos for the last uh, – last 25 years and every time i go to the family parties you think of three things you you think of food 
you think of everybody. If you don't know a guy's name, his name's Tony or Anthony. Just just take a shot. You're 50-50. You're going to hit one of them. And uh, my name's not Joe. It's, you know, Polak. I think we could still say that. At least I could. Uh, but w- what was this documentary? And what's the tie to Bosa that you were talking about? Well, I think that, you know, one of the – if you read Tony Accardo's bio, if you just go to his Wikipedia page, I think one of – I think he would be the great-grandfather. There's some relation in there. And, and the, okay. the, the story's called Making of the Mob. It's on Amazon. It's kind of a docu- documentary acted series. And it basically takes you through the history of the outfit in Chicago from really, uh, you know, how Al Capone rose from New York and ended up in Chicago. He went to Baltimore at first, then he came to Chicago, took power, how through prohibition they were able to make all this money and, and, and have all this have all the basically politicians in their pocket. And then they had to move outside of uh, outside of to Syria, Illinois, to, to basically set up camp because the, the other mobsters and the, the other the Irish mob was taken over Chicago. It's just a fascinating story. But there's a relationship between the Bosa family and the Accardo family as it goes back. And I think it's two daughters' marriages. I, I can't wait to watch it. All right. Making of the mob on Amazon. I want to check that out. Appreciate it. That's great. Thank you, Michael. We appreciate hopping on. Have a great week. We'll catch up next time. Thank you. There he goes. Mike Lombardi on the Odyssey uh, guest line, on the Roman guest line, our Odyssey insider. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash Beckuel now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash Beckuel. All right, an hour ago, I said my first bet of week 14. I'm taking the Browns to beat the Ravens. I am now on the Giants plus the 10 and a half. Oh, jeez. Because of Mike Lennon? Lombardi. No, oh because gosh. of Mike Lombardi. And I'm going to be thinking about the Bosa thing now the whole time I watched oh. that game. Joe G, you didn't know I was a made guy, did you? I'm a made guy. I didn't. Don't worry about it. I didn't know that. This Listen. Polish guy, made guy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to watch. I love, man, I've been watching so many docs. And, yeah, I just finished up season three of Yellowstone. I, I, I can't wait. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> I've, I've heard great things. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, Becky O'Dellier, presented as always by FanDuel Sports with the AFC Fallout. From week 13, and we'll spin ahead to tonight, Monday Night Football. That's up next on Beck UL Daily.